Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. <laughs> That's right. Now, Bolo, here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional? Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 12. Are you ready? More than ready. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, before we start the podcast, we've got some exciting news, actually. Um, we, <laughs> I feel like I'm bragging here. Like I'm here. Brag away. Yeah. Brag away. We've, um, our podcast has just made the, the Apple charts in top 100. So we're actually quite happy about that. Was, so that's been like, yeah. It's exciting, but surreal, isn't it? Really it? Is, it really yeah. is. So what we're doing is we're going to start charging you. <laughs> this is linked to our Patreon. Yes. Um, please follow our Patreon now, our OnlyFans. You know? No, no, no. We're, do- we're now doing cameos like many of other queens online. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks yeah. to this coronavirus. No, but um, yeah, we thank you very, very much, everyone who listens, everyone yeah. who's um rated and reviewed the podcast. Yeah. On that note, um, can I just give a huge thank you and shout out to Pottersgate and mm-hmm. as Miss B Queen. The latter who, being a complete mystery to us as to <laughs> who their identity could yes. be. Um, uh, who has left us uh, a nice review and five stars on the Apple Podcast, and also Pottersgate. I don't know. That's just the username. Mm-hmm. Gave us a nice link where we can yeah. watch Untucked. Then thank you because now we've seen Untucked and we will yeah. incorporate that into our reviews here. Yeah. So thank you so much for both of you. And um also if you haven't rated and reviewed our podcast, mm-hmm. please feel free to do that on the Apple Podcast app yeah. or website. It really helps us out. Um, really, so really, thank you really very does. much. So thanks for all the the positive vibes, guy. We guys would genuinely really appreciate it. So thank you very much. We like to we like to think of us uh, traveling with you wherever you go, wherever you might be listening to your podcast on your way to work. Exactly. Or From Mauritania <laughs> to Japan. To, to Italy, to the Americans. The Americans. The Americans. Oh my god. I sound dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. To the yeah, uh, the states, the states wherever people listen to podcasts. Really. Yes, but yeah, we always find it so surreal and touching to think of people around all over the world listening to our little podcast. So cheers, guys. Cool. Um, what was it? There was also one more thing I wanted to say before we go into the podcast. Yes, what I've been doing lately is I've been really getting into a lot of Facebook groups, mm-hmm. and I found my home in <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race groups. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name of it, and RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race fans, and RuPaul's, then RuPaul's, yes. RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 and what I've been been doing is I've actually been going into there because it's actually a great community where I've been putting like polls and posts and they really do respond there mm. and I've been using that as well so I'm um, near the end where um, I'll kind of divulge what I've been discussing <laughs> and putting onto the pages and also reading out some of um, their comments because it's, it's really good to get other people's perspective and views on what's going on here mm-hmm. it makes it feel like it's more than just me and you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it makes me feel part of a, a great community and it's it's an aggressive community, but it's also a very supportive and dedicated super fan type. It's a very passionate and opinionated community, isn't it? And I, th- I think we, we've all, we've spoken often about how Drag Race fandom can unfortunately sometimes tip into, you know, what you just described as a, a bit aggressive. But I think our, our own experiences there lately have been really positive, haven't they? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, and, and if there is aggressive ones, you just do this amazing thing where you just skip past it. <laughs> Pay it no mind. They ain't Give paying it, your bills. If they ain't paying your bills, 
pay those bitches mm, no, no mind. mind. And that's that's one of the best things. And I, I go for it. It's really easy for me to just like dismiss yeah. something that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, bye. I don't put energy into it. I don't let it grow. Yeah. There's no point. You sound like RuPaul. I feel like you're giving like lifestyle advice. Well, RuPaul's Drag Race will be airing <laughs> on uh, BBC. <laughs> please uh, please follow. Please join. With your sidekick, Thomas Visage. All right, let's get into it, okay? So the first thing we want to talk about is like last week. Last week mm-hmm. we said farewell to Dahlia. We did indeed. And her dramatic exit. <laughs> and um, I guess I did do a poll on this and a lot of people said that... Um, 71% that it should have been a double sachet away because that lip sync last week was kind of meh and the majority of people are saying it should have been a double but you know it wouldn't have gone with the narrative and it, also Nikki bringing an, a European audience to the show I don't think it made business sense for the RuPaul's Drag Race um, empire also they would have hoped that Nikki would have brought some more luck this mm. week and well I guess it remains to be seen if she does but that was the hope wasn't it yes and we, we I correctly predicted the ball theme from uh, last week's um, uh, trailer because there was those close-ups of Crystal and um, Jader in particular just covered in balls and yeah. I thought oh it's a ball ball another thing that I want to that, that I've read up is that Dahlia apparently because she just uh, did a little interview apparently they were reading Crystal to filth much more than her and the other person that was in the bottom who mm-hmm. was it um, um, Nikki. Her, Nikki. They, apparently they were reading Crystal to to filth on the runway so she was a bit shocked to be in the bottom but you know what I didn't understand because when I watched Untucked she was confident she's like you know what I know the song yeah. you know, I do Ariana in my shows yeah but she didn't know the words. She didn't know the words. And she did that thing that I found quite strange, where she wasn't engaging with the judges panel. She was engaging with the TV camera, which I think was a mistake. But let's get into this week's episode. So yeah. we've just done um, the, the, they've just done the elimination. And Nikki yeah. comes in. She's got this new fire in her. She she's has. got this new confidence. And, mm. you know, she's like, if I can send one bitch home, I can send the other bitches home. Mm. Le play. <laughs> was that was that French? Yeah, that was French. How oh, lovely. Um, your play. It's French for yogurt. <laughs> Did you have that ad here growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and all I wanted to say is that Nikki, honey, like you, I don't know, that that's misplaced confidence. You did not, you did not send that. It wasn't a widow von do. Mm-hmm. You didn't. It was a like, widow von down. Yeah, that was a don't you ever lip sync like that again on that main stage and put that confidence in your pocket because there is no reason for you to come here thinking that you can send everyone home because that was mm. such a weak lip sync. But she's a gorgeous girl, lovely lady. But like, you can't put yourself as a performer based on that. I think period. what's very clear is that I'm not, I, I was thinking it even before the judges brought it up. Maybe it's in the edit or something but she clearly gets on really well with a lot of the girls Nikki she's got her friends there and she's a kook you know she makes them laugh she yeah. spends time you know reading throwing shade and making them laugh and they clearly like her a lot but that's not translating thus far to the main stage also she's getting a lot of camera time like she is that her confessional she's getting a lot of camera time I think it's because she strikes a good balance between between reading and being shady I think she's like playful with it do you know what I mean I think a lot of her confessionals strike the right tone Another kind of like nice friendly shade that people like. Like we anticipated last week with Britta. Because last week Britta's, you know, even in the Antarctic, she's saying, you know what, she really wants to get critiqued. Famous last words. I still think that Aiden is a weak competitor, but she's definitely a smart bitch. I mean, she picked me. <laughs> I thought I did a good job. I mean, it would have been nice to get critiqued on something that I like to think that I'm very, very good at. It was nice to be safe, but like, I want to be at the top, honey. 
Because of Britta's reputation in New York, she came in here expecting that her name would carry her through the competition and that she would slay. But unfortunately, Britta, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> she really wants to get critiqued for something uh -huh. that she feels that she does really, really well. And like she starts to air a bit of confusion as to why she's not making it to the top. You could see it in her face last episode. You know, when she was told she was safe, it's like her heart broke into. Um, and she she gives away a lot in her face, Britta. She does it in this episode as well. Aiden actually says something really, really good. It's like she came in here thinking her reputation will get her through. Mm -hmm. And I think she is kind of lying on her laurels in that sense because I haven't seen that much from her, but she's got so much confidence, but she's not really bringing anything to back up that confidence. Like it's, it's okay to be cocky, like be cocky, but then... Mm slay every single thing you have if you got a lip sync slay if you got a mini challenge slay it like mm. back up your words but i'm not really seeing that i'm just seeing a lot of bragging um i agree with you it's not like she's not had an opportunity to perform yet there have been two performance oriented challenges which should play to her strengths i you know she does stand out with her looks i think that well we'll get to it but uh, thus far she's been very very polished love her wigs love her mug and she her body is fantastic just the way she cinches and pads is beautiful yeah i mean if her reputation gets her to the top four i'll i'll be a bit pressed do you know what i kept on thinking about and britta and jan did the same thing here where it's really really insensitive to be saying like oh i'm sick of being safe i wish i was getting some critiques i think i'm doing really well when you've got a girl there who's just been in the bottom two um, and it was reminding me of Milk when, when Milk cried over being safe, which I loved. It was one of the best things that I've been because, on TV. Because um, the manager's friend, sisters, twice removed <laughs> from the third marriage, yes. um, told of, her of that she Dion. was um, really good as the best Celine Dion impersonator. And she was like, this sucks. And Trixie was like, Milk, that's a lot of emotion for safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, so you were thinking about Jan, that Jan was also airing her frustration. I feel like the past two challenges have been things that I should be excelling in. I sing, I dance, I do improv. I want to be at the top. I want $5,000 too. Okay. Do you know what? Like, what she was saying is that this is in my wheelhouse and, mm -hmm. you know, why haven't I won? Yeah. That's, that's the, Jan, that is a good question. If yeah. you're putting yourself out there as a music theatre person, as you're as, as a singer, as a dancer, as a performer, and already they've had two performance challenges for you to mm -hmm. show them, you should be at the top. You should have won something already. So don't be frustrated that you're not at the top. Be frustrated that you're actually not at the top. Well, she should have plenty of opportunity over the next few weeks. It's not like she's been in the bottom you know she's been safe and that's, yeah. that's a good place to build from but if if that's your wheelhouse you've you've actually been given two opportunities to win a challenge now so it should, you know you know if, if that's what you do you should win mm. it by now i mean you i th should be there i think in the you don't know me challenge she just came across so strong that it was, it was kind of like a little bit off-putting to me and in the last one she was solid she was solid like but some of the girls uh, the girls stood out mm. and that was unfortunate for her um a side note on Jan, my comparison to, um, I don't know if people are just, you know, everybody's listening to our podcast and paying attention, but my comparison of her voodoo doll look to Loris's look from, from the first season of Dragon, Loris herself picked up on it and there was all drama online and I feel responsible now. Yes. <laughs> such is the burden of having a podcast that charts the oh, apples, you know, me. such is me. the burden. I know, I know, the pressures <laughs> of fame. <laughs> Let's get into the mini challenge, okay? So the mini challenge... 
is basically a beehive jive, isn't it? It's, it's <laughs> this is silly. I liked it, but it was silly. It's basically like what they what they do now and then. The last time I remember them doing it was like that. What were they doing in UK they do, season one? Yeah, the, um, the Maypole thing. The Maypole. They kind of do it once per season now. It's like an early let's be silly and have a quick drag dance thing. Yes. I remember in season eight, didn't they do the kind of... Um, Cha-cha the, bitch. The cha-cha bitch. Cha-cha, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved Thorgy with her um, Frida Kahlo realness. Yes. Have, having a kind of histrionic episode. So basically they have that. And then the pit crew come in with the outfits and their quarantina turner, lo- <laughs> their coronavirus couture. <laughs> I was like, damn. Quarantine to turn. To, I like that. They're, they're ready for this coronavirus. They're coming in like, that's the most clothes I've ever seen on the pit crew. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, the gays, the gays are going to buy it on eBay. Oh, they, they already look it's sold out, this, this I reckon. Is, yeah, this is Halloween now, isn't <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. They're going to do that. So they basically have to dance around to their mm. money, 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 but money, money, honey, money, honey, money, honey, honey. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you reckon about this performance? First up, they were supposed to be promoting some pads you can buy off the internet, weren't you? But it wasn't a good promotion for them because they looked terrible. They didn't fit any of the girls and you could see visible padding both bum and hip. In It they looked like they'd shoved ham hocks down their tights. So that was a mistake. Um I didn't think it promoted it very well. Standouts for me, um, I really liked Aiden's sad bee look because it was all about how the bees are dying out and it, it felt kind of appropriate. Um, Widow, great as always, really flung herself around. Um, why did Britta fall over? So I was... <laughs> I mean, Britta, again, another opportunity for you to show me why you are a big name. <laughs> and that dance that came out that Britta did, like, I call it the sideways Silky Ganache. <laughs> you know, Silky uh, does that move where she just, like, throws herself on her back. Which I always really enjoy. It's actually quite exciting <laughs> she to did see it, like, do that. I'm big Silky and I came to ride. Yeah. My personality cannot be done. And then she does that, like... Jumps on her back. Yeah, yeah. Have you actually seen Shangela do it on her Instagram? Shangela no. did the I'm big silk and she literally does like she kicks everything over and then she like jumps on her back. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I thought that um Britta did the sideways silky ganache, but she just like out of nowhere just dropped to her side. Yeah. Like, it was like, like a, there was a, like the building was on fire. Or yeah. like stop dropping roll. Like yeah. what was she doing? It's very like I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> It was somebody from Shambu back. It was unusual. (gasps) No, I just I'll tell you one thing. One thing is that um, and Alaska says this as well. Don't try to win the mini challenge, or or at least I feel don't try to do the most this because I feel like you got to save something for the main stage because things aren't as effective Mm -hmm. the second time around. And I'm kind of putting this towards the girls who are showing them that you can do jump splits and... Gigi doing the backflip. I mean, Which is a great backflip. As impressive as it was, Mm. babe, it's a mini challenge. Yeah, you're right. It was an unusual moment to bring out what is presumably one of her best moves because she's already lip synced once like, lip like, sync like I was just thinking like wow that mm-hmm. could that can save you from going home hun if, if you know god forbid you have to use it uh-huh. but like you gotta save something for the main stage mm-hmm. and which is why I like what everyone do what everyone do just did a cartwheel and like a death drop like every let's presume everyone who says they're a performer can death drop mm-hmm. anyone can death drop I mean Bob the drag queen can death drop if she has to in an yes, emergency she has to, she can do a <laughs> job. So, but but you know, if 
but that's it that's it like save all your tricks for the stage i really did love heidi she was like twerking everywhere she was yeah, like heidi twerking was on the splits twerking Jada on her well. head twerking on her fingers mm-hmm. i think she went to the cameraman twerked on them i mean she was just twerking <laughs> she was twerking everywhere <laughs> she was jada gave me some james brown moves doing her homework yeah. twerking you know paying her bills <laughs> and twerking i think she, she was just doing the most of this. and it <laughs> I was loved good it. twerking gg yeah. won did it she won some money but didn't give her an advantage because usually things like this like oh you'll get you'll get first dibs on the materials but she didn't get that no she won two and a half grand i mean i would have i would have yeah that's that's money in the bank better than a slap in the face and i think she got some money donated to the the b cause which is lovely yeah. lovely i'd like to see drag race do more kind of um what? prizes that are the philanth- can't even say the word yeah. <laughs> half a glass of wine in yeah. philanthropic like um, that just say talk <laughs> Conversate. Yeah, just just say talk. Just say charity. <laughs> yeah, just say charity. <laughs> the Maxi Challenge coming up. So the Maxi Challenge is finally it's always gonna come up. There's no surprises here. We yeah. got a design challenge. Yes. But isn't it interesting now these balls since I think since um probably Aquarius season um ten, wasn't it? They've gotten earlier in the season. They used to be like a really standard thing for the top five. You know, mm. we've seen Candy Ball, <laughs> Bitch Ball, um, Jewels Ball, um, Money Ball, all kinds. But now they're very, very early on in the season. And it felt like that season, obviously, Aquaria was a bit of a favorite to win. And they were giving her opportunities to show her fashion. Do you think something like that's going on here? Hmm. I mean, maybe. I mean, let's be let's be honest. They've already had a lot of fashion runway looks yeah. the first few episodes, and then already they got the ball hair. It's mm-hmm. it's um it's some would argue that it's doing a raja. Yep. There. Yep. That they're actually trying to set up for a fashion queen to win. I don't know. So but- that would be Nikki Gigi. And um, Heidi. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi, and we don't say her last name now, apparently. <laughs> Heidi Ho! Heidi Ho! So we're going to go into the um, the Mexi Challenge. Um, I'm going to let Rue explain it elaborately just now what that is. Okay, thank you, Rue. So for this week's Maxi Challenge, we are throwing a fashion ball, darling. Yeah! Why y'all gagging so? She bring it to you every ball. He's gagging on the balls. Now you need to slam dunk three home run looks. First look is Lady Baller, serving sexy Title IX realness. Second look, Basketball Wife realness. Yeah. A posh look that screams, he owns everything, Hanny. And for your third lurk, you need to design and create a look that serves balls to the wall eleganza. Okay, so basically they're going to have three looks to do. The lady baller, the mm-hmm. basketball wife realness, and then balls to the walls. Eleganza! Yeah, so the concept running through it is obviously there's sports and there's glamour, but then there's actual literal balls in the look. Yep. Now, this reminds me, it brings to mind kimchi to me. And I remember kimchi being very specific about the book ball. Again, that was like top five, wasn't it, in season eight? And she was like, you have to embrace the materials. And that was her attitude towards it. And it was good advice. You've got to think about what is the material and embody something about it. And I think Mm. as we'll go through these, we'll see some of the girls basically plop some 
balls on an outfit. Some of the girls really think, what is a ball? What does a ball mean to me? You know, globes, bubbles, baubles, um, concepts and that kind of thing. And I think that really, really separates the better girls from the other girls. Definitely. Before we get into the actual looks, let's, let's have a look at the, the workroom relationships. You know, it's always good to go and see what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, we're seeing Britta struggling. Aren't we? Yes, we are. Right now, I am freaking out. Everyone is like cutting fabric. They have like concepts laid out. And I'm, I, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. Jackie, I got it. I think you're done, Britta. I think this is it. Uh, I might get eliminated though, because I have no shape. Round is a shape, actually. (laughs) (laughs) My asthma. Is that cheating if I legit just wear this as a hoop skirt? Pineapple princess. I could be a pineapple. I have enough green. There you go. That's pretty freaking cute. Now I have a concept, but like, how the f*** am I going to construct this? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Gigi, you so right? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to need some help. (laughs) I'm freaking out a little bit. You know, and... You know, for for Britta, who has, let's just recap her moments. From what I know of Britta, she's a very, very confident confident lady. Yes. Um, She's got a great reputation in New York City. Very that. Um, She's let us know time and time again that New York City is the epicenter of drag. Yeah. She's let us know that she had a dream, and in the dream she won (laughs) Drag Race. She's Aiden's um, very quick to say. She's she's let us know that she is a great performer. She's Mm -hmm. very, very good at improv, and she's really good at being a drag queen. The other side to that is that she doesn't pick up choreography fast. She said that on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she isn't that much of a dancer. Um, and then she now we find out that she can't sew. She can't really sew, can she? <laughs> so, like, she's coming in here and saying the mostest. But I'm, but <laughs> but time and time again, she's she's kind of showing us that she's. She's all, she's most talk. I don't, how do I, what am I getting from her? Well, I, I think in some ways you're right. I think, I don't think, this is the first week that Britta actually performs weekly. You know, weekly, is that the right word? She, she does not perform well this week, that's fair to say. The other week, she hasn't performed badly. I'd say she's kind of like, just kind of missed out on the top in some cases. Um, but she, like, you can see the, the shock on her face. And later in the episode, she, you know, she does have a moment of humility. She says, my arrogant ass thought I wouldn't be in the bottom too. And it's almost, I hope she realizes that her perceptions of herself are actually inhibiting her progress in the competition. Because mm. um, I think they are. I think her own, ex- you said earlier, you know, resting on your laurels is not a good way to be in a, in a competition like this. You've got to push yourself and excel, not just assume that you're better than the likes of Aiden, not keep comparing yourself to, to, to Aiden and other people and going on about how good you are in comparison. We all learn from mean girls, putting somebody else down does not make you feel better about yourself or make you a better person. Is this a psycho 101? Mean yes. girls? I actually... She doesn't ever go I, here! <laughs> I don't even have a degree in medicine. I learned everything I know about psychiatry from mean girls. <laughs> um, well, that's... For me, I, I'm just trying to un- understand that a bit more because, do you know what? Had she not been um, talking a big game and just went through the composition as is, uh-huh. I think she'd be a bit more likable. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? That's probably the thing she's missing at the moment, especially in, in the edit and in the confessionals. There's a likability. So... In contrast to Nikki, who's throwing pre- playful shade, Britta is literally dragging other people down. 
yeah. especially vulnerable people like Aiden. Yeah, I mean, if you want to prove, if you want to prove, if you want to prove that you're the best, mm. compare yourself to the best. But mm. like, come on, Aiden doesn't even perform. Yeah, <laughs> she's she does she does she's a scaredy cat. She doesn't have a drag family. She doesn't have any gigs. Like, why are you comparing? Why why compare yourself to that? Aiden's never left Georgia. This is the first time out of the state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is her first gig. This is this is Aiden's first damn gig. And good like, for her because she's doing well for her first gig. <laughs> she's getting money. Yes. Mm. Well, let's talk about Aiden's moment inside here when she's yeah. working on her corset, which is literally a corset, and and then she's she's going with it. Um, less is more. Simplicity is just my. It's just my brand. And actually, we have seen that in her previous looks. She she doesn't bring intricacy, and we've frequently critiqued her for being simplistic we would have described it especially like you know her her bows look last week it was just so underwhelming um now this look that she's creating here i I found it hilarious that jan had to point out to her oh yeah the referee concept and she's like oh yeah it's like a referee and then she you know she brings on the runway she's like yeah it's a referee look you know and jan did give her that whistle she had it as a prop on the runway I am racking my brain trying to find ways to zhuzh up this outfit. But I am feeling like if I add anything else, it's going to lose shape, it's going to lose meaning. And one thing I don't want to do is walk down that runway looking like a mess. Like I said, I know it's like more simple, but that's like generally my drag. I'm most worried for Aiden. It's a two-colored corset with a couple of droopy balls. (laughs) It's not necessarily about having to have the most Having it be the most, yeah. It's if you have a strong concept. This is like referee. It fits perfectly with the sports theme. I think that is... I didn't even think of that, yeah. Bitch, you didn't know that you were creating a pinstriped white and black costume that resembles a referee? It's a ball challenge. Girl, what? I'm trying to think if I have a whistle that could go with that. That would be hilarious. Jan has pointed out that it sort of reads as referee and it's this sort of light bulb moment. Just adding another layer of confidence on my outfit. I think I'm pretty much done. The thing, what I'm starting to see with Aiden here is that last week, Aiden chose the two strongest performers. She Uh chose Miss Sherry Pye and she chose Britta basically to help her get through that week through the through the acting challenge and it seems that there's a trend now because she's actually gone to jan and jan's actually given her something to help her get through this week which was the referee and the the whistle she seems to be maybe relying on other people to get herself through good for her smart girl very so smart she should. Girl, but Adore accepted a lot of help from people around her in um, season six. You're right. But it's not an excuse because Chanel did a whole line of simplicity. <laughs> yes. But like there's a, there's a sense of elegance and there's a, there, there is a construction in having something simple yeah. and that simple being enough. Yes. And it, I, I don't see that kind of elevation in what she goes for as as simple it just it just looks unfinished yeah i was about to say there's a difference between simplicity and unfinished yeah her simplicity is unfinished and if you i don't think that you're allowed to go through a competition and always say my brand my brand is less is more because then it's it's almost like a cop-out it can be good it can be a cop-out it can be good like her uh meet the queen's look was like a two-tone jumpsuit and had a like harlequin quality to it that was cool 
but in this case it didn't translate do you know what i think is a problem with some of these um like let's use an unconventional materials to make an outfit with a theme challenge mm-hmm. is the girls are clearly given a lot of similar foundation garments that I, th- I think they're all offered like a corset and a hoop skirt and maybe a few other bits to build off and it creates a lot of really quite similar silhouettes you do see a lot of girls who if they don't have much imagination they can't go much further than embellishing a corset and i think that's to aiden's downfall here some of the other girls make um, much better attempts. Even if you go back to the the sugar ball, Alaska's whole beautiful candy floss tutu that was just that was just candy floss glued onto a corset. But she created something so much more than that. Roxy's lovely elegant um, candy strings dress with all that movement and beauty in it and the color. Again, she created something so much more. Um, but then, like detox, it was clearly just a corset with a skirt attached, mm. you know? And I think that's where a lot of them fall down. So what we're going to do now is we're going to actually go into all of the looks. Now, how many looks are there? There's 30, 36 30, so we need to crack on. I'm sorry, 36. we do not have much time. <laughs> we've got 36 looks to go through. Um, so just like what we did in episode one, we're going to have to be really, really snappy. Okay. Snappy out of it. Snap out of it. <laughs> It was an impeccable sharing. Okay, so let's do it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Just about. This is going to be difficult. Uh, Yes. Well, I need you to keep it quite succinct. Okay. So (laughs) what we're going to do now is for the girls. It's Lady Baller. Look, let's go with Jackie Cox. What did you think? So I found this a little bit simplistic. She herself made the reference to she's the man, didn't she? Mm. The Amanda Bynes character and that. And I guess you can see that because there's a sense of androgyny about it. And she did give me quite a lot of boy in this. And it was a bit shapeless. By the way, Amanda Bynes, she was a great little comic actress in her day. She's the man is a fun film. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, quite literal. Um, it's it's simple. It's, it's a. It's it looks just like a fitted basketball shirt that you can buy from like Foot Locker's, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then she's just walking across the stage, looking like a nice <laughs> white twink boy, mm. youthful. First lovely. time in drag. First time in drag. Um, but that's it. Uh, she this- referenced Canada. She does like referencing her heritage in various ways, which I like about Jackie. That's good. Um, yeah. Let's go. Her, her sheer. Oh, sorry, her sheer look. Her basketball <laughs> wife realness. What did you think? This gave me like. Um, early noughties like J-Lo or something now, with the basketball wives I just want to say from the beginning that I I didn't know about this program Basketball's Wives and you know we don't really have basketball here in the UK so I don't know the point of reference per se it makes me think like oh probably the equivalent of Footballers Wives here in the UK yes yes think so, that. so kind of to me what they should be conveying is I've got a lot of money, but not necessarily a lot of taste. So there should be like a trashy edge to it. No, Expensive, no, 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 trashy. no, 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 back, back up. They've got taste. The b-ball, the b-ball wives, they've got taste. Okay, football's wives don't necessarily. They don't? They've got money, but not so, because they're nouveau riche, you know, they're new money. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what it sells to me. And she conveyed that beautifully with this, I think. New money, as you've got money, but no taste. But going on that new money concept, I don't think it's that, when it comes to fashion, where like fashion is everywhere now, mm-hmm. if you got money, you know what to buy. <laughs> so it's very different to yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very different. I, I know what you mean by new money is, is is that kind of I'm new rich and they start buying like an airplane and, and yeah. they start trying to prove that they're rich. But I think the girls now, and this is any girl out there, when you when you get with a man who's got money, you know exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. You, you've you've got a you've got it all saved. You've got a bookmark. You've got a, a folder with what you want to buy on train. So my look for Jackie Cox, I just she looked like Cher. 
there was a bit of sure. And her makeup is what? It's, yeah. it's like she almost contoured on a nose and a beard. It so was a- I think it's another one of those struggling with the lighting things because her highlight, again, a disclaimer, guys, I'm not an MUA, but to me, the highlight looks too contrasted from the low light in yes. a sense, and she needs to find a, a, a darker highlight, I think. It's very Candy Ho. A little bit that Candy Ho. makeup is very Candy Ho. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, when Morticia Adams has that white light shone on her eyes. It's a bit like that. Uh, I, yeah, I wrote Jersey Housewife. I mean, yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah, it's a bit Teresa Guadici, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, her third look, which is uh, Boss the Wall Eleganza. Um, now, with this one... I'm going to always come back to my embrace of the materials thing. And if it gives me ball in some way and there's a bit of a concept, I'm going to like it more. Okay. This did not give me ball. Mm-hmm. It was, again, 60s referencing, which is Jackie's go-to. Yep. Um, you know, and to me, it just looked kind of like, it was pretty. Like, I love those kind of like aquatic colors, the translucent element. Um, she made her own reference to the coat from Blade Runner, that translucent plastic coat. But it didn't, the only thing that I got that was ball was the, I'm going to say, guys, in the UK, we say football instead of soccer, but the football pattern, those hexagons across the, the neckline and I mm-hmm. think the skirt, and that was it. That's the only thing that gave me ball. Yeah, I, I just, I want to look at a garment and know what a the garment. theme is. You know a garment? I mean? So if I was to look at that without knowing what the theme is, I yeah. wouldn't have thought that it had anything to do with balls. And the balls that she does, she does have, it's, it's too subtle. And like you said, she's not really embracing the materials or embracing, embracing the, materials. The, the theme. Yeah. Um, or I don't think she needed that plastic cardi as well. The cardi, it's like, yeah, it's a plastic cardi, isn't it? She didn't need that plastic like cardi she, on she'd there. She'd gone out for a little uh, walk in the rain. Yeah. Okay. Right, next up we got Nikki Doll. What did you think of her first look, her Lady Baller? So a lot stronger. So whereas I wasn't a big fan of a lot of Jackie's looks, I was a fan of Nikki's. Yeah. So her Lady Baller, she's, again, she said it herself, it, she referenced Gaga. It was very like pop superstar. But also you would see something like Beyonce and something like that as well. Yeah, definitely. it's like a Super Bowl halftime look, isn't mm. it? That Gaga or Beyonce could wear. But she had this um, boyish um, bowl cut going on, which I thought was a really interesting choice. Um, and again, it gave it that slight sense of androgyny. Like she's like, you know, am I a girl? Am I a boy? I'm just a fabulous American football player. And she had those fantastic holographic eyelashes that I loved. If if this was the uniform mm. <laughs> for like any kind of gridiron, rugby, football, um, I I would I would audition for yeah. the team just to wear that uniform. <laughs> I really it's would. Fabulous, isn't I would, it? I would just audition for the uniform. Nikki loves bejeweling things. This isn't her first bejeweled look. Yeah, the haircut to me was very Claire Balding actually, but I'm not sure if Nikki would get that reference. She's a she's a um like a question and sports commentator in the UK, like mm. really lovely, fun commentator. I mean, it's very Ellen DeGeneres, very Julie Andrews in the sound of music. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? What about her second look? Now, her second look uh, was fabulous. Basketball wife realness. Very Parisian. Very much um, so. Very Real Housewives of Somewhere goes to Paris Fashion Week. Like some people wear their hearts on her sleeve. She's wearing all of her credit cards. Yeah. Her, she's wearing her money on every Absolutely. single sleeve on that hem. Because everywhere you look... It's a hem. Did you see that? There's a hem there. A hem there. Oh, it was hemmed for Phil. Now, she's got that bejeweled, like, wrestling belt. She's got this... What I thought was clever with Nikki was there were ball elements in all three of her looks. It takes a really good conceptual fashion queen to do that. Roxy did it in her candy looks. Mm. So she had a ball present in this look, which I thought was really, really clever. Um, And she had that kind of... um, She's like she'd skinned Elmo from the Muppets and worn him. Um, 
that kind of furry. She said it was Alaya-inspired, didn't she? She looks like a, a lady <clears throat> that you don't keep waiting. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was a maitre d' yeah. at a really fancy hotel or restaurant, yeah. I don't care if there's... A hundred people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it's a busy hotel, if it's really, really busy. If I saw her, I would serve her first. I yeah. would not keep her waiting. She looks really, really important. I wouldn't want to piss her off. You've got two options here. She either complains to your manager or she tips really well. Yeah. And there's nothing in between. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you so, attend to her. Yes, exactly. I would look after her first. She always gets served first. Let's look at her um, balls to the walls eleganza look. Now, this was lovely and it reminded me of two previous ball looks roxy andrews very um, roxy andrews what was that with a sweet like candy, candy strings yeah. yeah so it had that and it had the same sense of movement but the color scheme reminded me of evie oddly's natural materials ball um it was very kind of like fiery almost like a volcano in hawaii type of color scheme okay really really similar like reds oranges yellows and purples um i loved it i think it was great she there wasn't a huge sense of embracing the materials in the sense that there were but it was beautiful. Uh, maybe those those pom-poms on the hips were a really good way of embracing the materials. And it really set it apart from the other looks I've just mentioned, gave her some shape. They were kind of like um, panniers, weren't they? Mm. Again, referencing her French heritage. Very, very uh, Copacabana. Yeah. Um, I can see her underneath one of those coconut huts uh, yeah. on the beach having a cocktail. Oh, yeah. And I'd probably want to be her friend. You I'd, would. You but know, that's, she's, that's... she's very discerning. Yep. I'm sure you could be her friend but not everybody could. Yeah, she just looks like a good time there. She'd be um, drinking a pina colada, wouldn't she? One thing I don't like is that I don't. I, I wouldn't look at this this look and think balls to the walls, eleganza. I wouldn't mm-hmm. see the theme, but it looks good. Yeah. You know, she didn't embrace the, the, the theme there. Embracing the materials. All right, next up, we got Miss Aiden Zane. So this is probably Aiden's best look, the first one. Very Madonna. Lady baller. Yeah, very yep. Madonna in a league of her own. It very much is. I like that. I like a clever queen. I like mm-hmm. references. Yes. Yep. And it fits her kind of 50s pinup um, part of her aesthetic because mm. she had the rolled hair. Um, overall, this is definitely her best look. I will say the fit of the dress was again a bit off. Yep. She has a tendency to wear things that are a bit schlumpy on her body. And it's like, Aiden, show off that body. Can I say this as well? Like, and all the girls do this, okay? Mm. When what you see on the main stage, what you see on the actual show, and they always later on post it on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram, it's like what they should have looked like yeah. in that outfit because, like, her look here, her look that she did on the main stage, she's um put up a post about that picture. She is cinched for the gods. Yeah, you can see the shape. Everything's done right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the girls take this as an opportunity to yeah. to show you there. Actually, you know, I, I didn't do it right there, but I am going to post it on Instagram and I am going to make sure that it looks perfection. Photoshop? What Photoshop? <laughs> Facetune. <laughs> Who's got time for that? Her second look. What about her second look? Um, now, this got her a lot of flack, but I really liked it because I think I got what she was going for in the sense it's again, it's very nouveau riche. She's like this um, like trashy Texan girl who's married an American footballer come into some money and that's her idea of class. Like big blonde hair, leopard print and a shopping bag which should have had some... It's a 
Well, first of all, like, what's that shopping bag? It's, well, it's supposed there's to There's no like, brand on it. It's, well, do you remember Tyra putting Santino's on her shopping yes. bag? Yes. Why not do that, you know, with Carson or something? Do you know what I got? I got, like, Mean Girls. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. You know, she, she yeah, just yeah, wants yeah. to. She's like that ditzy lady that's. She, she's uh, the epitome of nouveau riche, isn't she? Yep. Yeah. But I liked it. What about her Balls to the Walls eleganza? Really, really weak. Yeah. And. You know, she deserved to end up in the bottom three with this. Um, it's just too simplistic. It looks unfinished. Um, it just looks like she forgot to add a skirt. And there's no real sense of balls about it. I know she's got those pom-poms. There just aren't enough of them. If she'd created a full skirt of that, that would have been a lot better. It's, they just look thin and anemic. I mean, it's a corset with balls hanging and spanks yeah. and then balls glued on to it. What would you have done with it differently? I wouldn't have done that. I would have gone for something like what Roxy Andrews did, or um, I would have gone for something more with what Nikki Doll did. I wanted to give it movement. I want to give it texture. I want to, you know, yeah. what, I, I, I want to give it life. Because those balls could have really done that because they would have really swung, wouldn't they? She could have done that. I don't know if it's pure laziness because she did a Tyra Sanchez and fell asleep, <laughs> didn't she? You know? Do you remember? She's like All these girls are huckling. I slowed man in five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Like Tyra Sanchez had a reason to sleep. Let's be honest. I mean, Tyra she, still rocked it. Yeah. She, her, her she could afford to was, sleep. Um, she can afford to sleep. Like Miss Aiden, you, you should be doing an all Nida. like you're not allowed to go to sleep like that look is it's just it's too simple um but that's that's her thing i really liked her other two looks but the last one was a stinker yep let's go to miss rockham sakura her first one now i'll tell you what i love about her first lady baller one mm. i love the head um wrecking ball yeah. uh, kind of miley cyrus party going uh-huh. around and i'm like I'm Tammy Brown, and I'll spin your head <laughs> round and around. And I really felt like she took that quote and made a whiff. She made a whiff. She made a whiff from that quote from Tammy Brown. <laughs> so I really, I really love that. I really love that. I actually feel like it gave the whole outfit life. Yeah. But the outfit is still plain-ish. <laughs> She let herself But it's down. nice, but it's gorgeous. And her makeup was done right. You cannot oh, claw. She was bloody good at makeup. She was it was lovely that she decided that okay, I'm going to give I'm gonna show the judges versatility. Um and she did the more natural makeup, which was gorgeous. And such a cute detail on this one. She had a plaster over her nose and a little kind of red smudge over her nose to imply that she'd bashed herself in the face with the tetherball. Yes. But to highlight the dangers of tetherball. You know, what I didn't like is, um, like, she like she looked stunning face on and when she's doing the weave, but then mm. when she turned around, I felt very attacked. <laughs> I felt very attacked. Like, it was just like that padding. Like, it's, this isn't the mini challenge anymore. Yeah. This isn't the beehive jive where you're, like, it's not quick drag. You got time for this. It's very irate. I found an unattended couch in the street yes. and I stripped and it. And I of wore its, it. Of its stuffing <laughs> and a- shoved it. Yeah, no, no, no. I felt really attacked with that. What, what about you? What did you think? No, I completely agree. The, the padding, unfortunately, shows why she usually covers up. Um, her second look, her um, b-baller wife, realness. Um, I thought she looked sexy. Uh, I got little Kim vibes from this, especially from the neck up, very like Lady Marmalade video, Lil Kim. Um, it was To me, it was okay. It was okay. The dress was a bit ill-fitting. There were new delusion panels that didn't cling. Um, and again, that kind of crazy padding was accentuated by this dress and 
when we were, when we watched this, we paused at regular intervals, and she looked okay when she was moving. But if you caught her like still for a moment, it's like, ooh, what's going on there? I mean, I, th- I do love the look. But when you start dissecting it, yes, you, you start to see things like her nude illusion was actually ill-fitting. Yeah. Um, you can see the breast pad, so it took you from the yeah. took you away from the female illusion because her face and her weave was really Beautiful. it was like it's, it's quite sexy. She's a very sexy <gasps> lady. She's gonna convert you. She's really she's <laughs> like like her her makeup skills and her weave is just so so nice. And you, I mean, it almost ties up the whole costume for me there's a lot more forgiveness in the simplicity of the outfit but even yeah. i thought that material looked damn expensive i felt like she was wearing gold i think she fit the theme in the sense that she had that balance between this is probably expensive but a bit trashy mm. you know because it was short and there was lots of exposed flesh and no i don't want to do this but we have to i want to go to her boss to the wars eleganza no, look i didn't hate this as much as everybody does did like, you see it I did. I did with my own eyes. Now, like, I thought it fitted Rockem Sakura's aesthetic in a way because she loves being an ex- a psychedelic explosion of colour. And to me, now, I-, I think she should have pulled an Aiden and brought this out on stage. I think she, she should have gone for a DNA double-stranded, double-helix concept with this and been like, guys, you know, because you know, like, a model of DNA uses balls, doesn't it? Uh-huh. But there's, isn't there DNA different colours? It's um, yeah. deoxy ribbon. One of them has to be red. One has to be blue. Yeah, but and like, then one... we're talking about inspiration. She's not literally sorry, can we just a science project to the display, fact that I knew she? this? Like, are you not going to... I mean, are we, sorry, are I didn't we not going to appreciate that I, like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Just skate over it like it's Gentle nothing. clapping to rising applause there. I felt like... Um, I felt like several gays vomited on her. <laughs> it's, it looks like uh, it's a lot. She did kind of go with it. You know, she was coughing on the runway. She was, she was going with the idea that this is something under a microscope. But I think she should have specifically said, oh, it's a DNA. Because the way it kind of like nipped in the middle and stuff and the display at the bottom, it was a bit. The, the silhouette was like a double helix. Do you think if it was one color? Or a different shade if of one colour, it would have been better. If she'd edited the colour palette a bit better. I mean, our, our print is running out of ink. We've got the picture here and it's just in blue and yellow and it kind of looks better. I feel it's a bit much. I, I actually think it's really, it is ugly. I'm not going to, I feel it's ugly. It's it's lots of blobs of colour and it, it takes away from like, it's hard to see shape. And the shape I do see that it makes, I don't like. I... I don't hate it as much as everybody else does. It, it's quite techy. I'm it's, not saying it's, it's a like winning an, look. It's GC, GCC yes. art project. I don't. I don't get it. Do you know what I was entertained by, though? Her way of moulding a cast of her body with the duct tape. That was really interesting. I've heard of, she mentioned, I've heard of cosplayers doing that before. Yeah. Let's move on to Jada Essent Hoare. Now, her lady baller, we all know this chick, that really, really good looking, tall, tomboy girl yeah. who um, plays basketball and like all the guys like her because she gets along with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's that's what she was serving to me. She looked like a cool fly chick. Yeah. And I'd be too intimidated to hang out with her. She's um, tomboy realness. Yeah. I love it. She, um, there was, I think... Uh, Jeremy Scott from Moschino did a really like 90s inspired thing a few years ago and there was something quite similar on that runway um, like I could see kind of uh, Lisa Left Eye or somebody like that wearing this in a video yeah what about her housewife look I think she looks expensive gorgeous but again I'm gonna say that Jada has a go-to silhouette she loves this 
um, just below the knee length. She's done it at least three times. Uh, it's beautifully fitted on her body, but this is her go-to look. She's also worn a furry shrug before in her autumn look. Mm, However, okay. not going to take that away from her. I love this. She also loves color blocking. She loves going for like a monochromatic theme. So she went for burgundy. Love the the furry shrug. Love the Rococo print on the dress. Very real housewives of Atlanta. She, she looks like she's the head housewife. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like she's the one that runs the book clubs and holds the charity events. She decides if you're in or out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're either in or you're out. What about her last look, Boss the War Eleganza? I do like it. Beautiful. It's very, very reminiscent of Alaska's silhouette that you were talking about, the, the candy silhouette. Yeah. I do feel like I have seen the silhouette, but I, I really do love it. I felt like she she had a bubble bath and she just got out oh, of the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very Nefertiti, very Ooh. dream girls. Like, you know, that. I feel like their headdress is supposed Loving to be like a towel, like a really elegant yeah, towel that she that. walks as she comes out. I, I feel like she's about to sing a ballad. uh, i agree with all this yeah um i think i'm getting the same thing as you she's like a like a cartoon character you know when they've been in a bath but they need to cover their modesty so they step out of the bath and the bubbles are still there like betty boop or somebody you know so you can't see her her rude bits in the Mm. bubble stay in place um it's very that very reminiscent of alaska's candy floss realness because you know she's built a similar thing on a corset yeah but she's done it beautifully she's one of the girls who again embrace the materials embrace the concept and she, she she's so smart jada she was like bubbles uh no she was like balls globes bubbles bubbles you know it's like a bubble bath and that's what she went for and the way it was asymmetric but balanced like where she put the bigger globes and stuff it was absolutely exquisite i feel like i've slept on jada as a fashion girl because i keep on thinking about nikki and Gigi, but she's just as strong as those two lovely let's move to britta um her lady baller look this is the one that i liked the most of what britta brought mm. so i liked the concept because it was like um she was less literal than a lot of the other girls um this is by the way the only time that a sport was doubled up that i can remember she's the baseball was done twice her and aiden nobody else copied the same sport okay which made me wonder if they had a list but um i like the fact that she created this like bomber jacket out of like the leather of a baseball i thought that was really clever and um she has got this go-to silhouette hasn't she with this kind of like a really gorgeously fitted mini dress i thought she was like the sexy mascot for a baseball team i mean as always what you can always expect from britta is her makeup is going to be done right always Mm -hmm. she knows how to paint her face yeah um she knows how to shape her body yes she's always going to get parts of that and her weave is always going to be on right okay a weave her hoof is always going to be done right. And that's what I've seen. And that's what I expect from her. I do like that first look. I'm going to look at her Desperate Housewives um, look here. Emphasis on her the Her b-ball realness. And I just, I feel like she's not the b-baller's wife, but she's the b-ball's wife's cousin's friend who comes to the parties in hopes of finding <laughs> a b-baller. That's who I, that's who I'm seeing. I'm not seeing the wife. Absolutely. I'm seeing the wife's cousin's friend. She's not the wife. She's the grubby slam piece. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, so she made, she said herself that she was referencing Kim Kardashian's um, Thierry Mugler dress that she wore to the Met Gala. Now, no. Exactly. No. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of Kim Kardashian, but don't I remember that's this. not Mugle, that's ugly. That is wrong. <laughs> How dare she? Ugle. It's, it's just ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. Okay. Don't try it. Don't try it, Britta. Um, Gonna filter that shit out. It's like I can see what she means, but like it's so much cheap 
okay, that's not even, I can't even get my words out. It's much cheaper looking. The color is wrong. The Kardashian wore it in, in a nude and the fit was so beautiful on Kim Kardashian. Like she couldn't even sit down in it. Like it was that kind of event. Um, and it just looked expensive and it was dripping with kind of beads and stuff. Dripping. And, and the, <laughs> dripping. Dripping. I'm dripping. Um, and the ruching was so like, it was just very, very expensive as you'd expect mm. from Mugler. But like this was, yeah, cheap knockoff that she got in Santi Alley. I mean, she is. looks good. But what I mean, we're critiquing it from uh, a what she was trying to reference it from, and b the theme. She can get away with bright yellow because of her skin tone. Oh yes, yellow yeah. looks yellow looks lovely on her. But um, yeah, that's you know Didn't what like that wig on her. This is the worst wig I've seen on Britta because she always wears beautiful wigs. I, I don't mind it. I actually like it. I like that. It's, it's very drag. Also, it's very like RuPaul's got that wig. I feel. They're big, full of volume, full of body. It's kind of like, you know, the RuPaul line of wigs that everybody's criticised. It's like what you could achieve with that if James Mansfield had a go at it and styled it. Yeah, the thing is, it's the same silhouette. I've seen this dress on her already. Yeah. And we're going to now look at her balls to the wall eleganza. It's the same dress except green and it's a tube instead of over the shoulder. It, it's 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 the same dress. It's like she borrowed the skirt off the other dress and it just put a different corset on it. The 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 pro- there are several problems with this. One, it looks che- <laughs> it, it looks cheap and crafty. So it, it shows that actually Britta cannot make garments. Her taste level, if she's left to her own devices, is not good. One thing I don't understand is why did she add balls to the shoes? Because it just makes it look like she's wearing flippers. She, she, it looks like she's wearing flippers. And it's just it shows her level of taste. Like you don't do that because it actually shortens you when can, you create such a big shoe. It's mm, like she's wearing clown shoes. Yeah. It's actually shortening her. But you, you want to look as long as you can, especially when you're wearing heels. I'll tell you exactly why she did this. She realized that she it didn't read balls. and There weren't any balls in anything. Oh, that's the she, only had thing a, had she had balls. a ball in her hair and that was about it. Like she came out like it was unfortunate because on the runway she said, "Oh, pineapple princesses," and gave that lovely story. When we saw Sherry give, give her give pine, her the idea, Poly- Polynesian princess, Sherry was like, "Oh, pineapple princess, yes." And she was like, "Wait, I've got some green. I can make a pineapple out of it." Do you think she did a Rockham Sakura like last week during the walkthrough? Mm. Rose like, "Why did you choose this group?" And Sakura says, "Oh, because they're an emotional core for me." <laughs> and then Rose like, "Um, do you need an emotional core?" Yeah. And then on the spot, Sakura was like, "Yeah, well, like you know, because they really, really helped me, and I feel comfortable, <laughs> and and like, it just, I need the emotional." You know, she came up with the excuse. Yeah. I feel like on the main stage when they were telling her, "Why did you do that?" Look, I felt like she made up a story. I felt like she, she was did. like, "Well, my grandmas used to call my sister's Polony princess, so I wanted pineapple. to be a pineapple princess, and that's why I." I was like, "Honey, awa, yeah. stop, awa, honey, awa. stop it." You- I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses anymore. Does "awa" mean the same thing in Tongan? I don't. I don't know that language. <laughs> it's a shame because we know that Britta has some caliber. She, we know she's got some gorgeous outfits, and this is what she came up with when left her own devices. Bearing in mind, we've seen pineapple on the runway already done right Manila twice. Luzon twice done right twice why would you try <laughs> just puts me in mind of Mar- Mariah Balenciaga who, who, who like she hated that pineapple look and in and, and touch she was like um she was talking about the clutch Manila had and she was like a pineapple with some glitter on it pass me my purse I'm leaving a pineapple can't with glitter on it bitch girl I just can't take this 
It's too much. Give my pocketbook. I'm leaving. A pineapple camel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that whiff? She, what is that? You know, that wig looks like something, you know, when you buy like a costume from the store and, and they provide the wig with it. It really looks like that. It looks like instant noodles. That weave, is, that wig is, it's thirsty. The wigs get progressively worse. We're looking at the pictures. It's like stunning to instant noodles. Um, We're done. I'm crossing her off. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at a crystal method. Let's look at a lady crystal methadone. So this is like really fun. Now we all know one of my favorite palettes is bubblegum pink with bath time baby blue. And that's what she was serving here. So fun that she went for a bowling ball. I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, she had that sixties flip. She looked like, um, what's that film? That girl with the kind of like, whew, the 60s flip. Um, it's really Frenchy from Greece, isn't it? Fun mm. and campy, very character-based. And that, that's kind of what she, that's her thing. That's her shtick. Her She's shtick. quite a, a character-based lady. Um, turn down can, makeup. You can, turn down makeup. You, you could argue it's, 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 she might start getting that critique. I think she already got it. Like she's going to, she's hiding behind a character. Yeah. She's hiding behind a character. That, that definitely is a character. That's Frenchy. And her next <laughs> look is a, is a character. But like, it's one of those challenges as well where like, you kind of do have to inhabit different characters. But her first you? looks on the first episode were characters. It was Freddy Krueger, and the second one was like the devil kind of character. Him. Like everything, yeah, girls. Every, everything is is quite character based with her. Um, I thought it was fun. Um, it's simple but fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at her um, b-ball realness look. I thought it looked like Versace. It Donatella. was very Donatella Versace with that long weave. With I don't know if she added a tan, but like she looked really, really, really. She's tanned. always quite. I, well, she's got Mexican heritage, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I got. What did you get? Um, yeah, Donatella Versace meets Paris Hilton, mm. um, and with the toned down makeup, she looked really quite gorgeous. Yeah, felt like we lost a bit of crystal though. I, I love her, her exaggerated makeup. I think she's beautiful. I mean, it just means that she needs to pull out more personality to, to show mm. that my makeup is not me. The fit of the PVC dress, which I thought was quite Kardashian-esque, wasn't ideal. She didn't fill it out properly. Uh, there was a little bit of ruffling in it and something like that I think should be shiny and skin tight. Um, but maybe it was a bit kind of Paris Hilton-esque, like, oh, look how skinny I am. Oh, I don't yeah. even fill out this dress. Um, so it was that. And... I think she ful fulfilled the brief. Like, you know, this cost money, but I don't really have a lot of taste. It was great. Or time. <laughs> um, her, her her last look, Balls to the Wars Eleganza. I She's thought this was fabulous. Very common Miranda. Yes. Um, a, a, a lot of colors on there. I thought it was okay, actually. An explosion of color. Yeah. Carmen Miranda runs out of fruit, covers herself in Pritt stick and jumps into a ball pool. I, I thought it was lovely. I thought, again, embrace the materials because she gave me like ball pool vibes. You know, she jumped into a ball pool and all this is stuck to her. Um, great. I thought it was really fun, really colourful, really campy. Um, fantastic. I thought she fulfilled the brief. She was one of my favourites. Okay. Jan. Let's look at Jan's. Uh, her Lady Bono looked very, looked very um, bionic. Very that. Very... I was getting kind of, um, like it put me in mind of like, animes where you know you've got female heroines who wear body armor like bubblegum crisis and things like that mm. um but it was like one of them had become a, a mascot for a football team um and she also had that krell deville hair going yeah krell deville plays uh football what mm. about her basketball wife realness look didn't like that you know what it looks like 
a footballer wife, but it was like Liverpool football was wife. It's like, like she's clean. wearing like a high class couture um, tracksuit, which is very. <laughs> it's like something Colleen Rooney might have worn a good few years ago before, like she developed some taste, like right at the beginning of Wayne Rooney's career. Um, it also gave me like Britney Spears mid noughties you know, when she was the, the Kevin Federline years, you know, when she got married in a Juicy Couture tracksuit. It will be like a b-baller's wife who's doing errands, but I, but I, I don't even, I don't see basketball wife. And it was weirdly covered up. Like she had all. a turtleneck with a necklace and I just thought, oh, it's really hodgepodge. I did not like it. It was one of my least favorite looks overall. It's, it's quite mixed, isn't it? What the about her? flat too. Her balls to the wall eleganza. I don't get it. And that's all I've got. I just don't get it. So I think I could I could get that she was going for like an Elizabethan vibe because she had the pearl makeup and the pushed back hair and with the kind of um, the puff sleeves and the rounded skirt, which didn't touch the floor, unfortunately, I could tell that there was an Elizabethan ice queen vibe going on, but I did not like the execution. One thing that I'm going to say about Jan is that Jan does doing so much. Yeah. And to, to the point where I just don't know, I'm going to sound like Michelle. I just don't know who you are. I, I don't know what, Dran, what Jan is. I don't know what her brand is. I mean, and even when you look over the episodes as well, like there's no cohesion. There's no brand for Jan. Except, and, you know, like I'm not, I'm not saying that what she's doing is bad, but I just don't like get who she is. Like when we look at... um. Let's, let's, for example, we'll choose Jackie Cox. Like everything comes back to who where she's from. She's yep. got that sixties vibe, and you kind of expect it. And she does do it consistently through what she does. Um, I just there's no come together moment with Jan except for someone who's it, it comes off quite desperate and sporadic and just too too much too I much. I think that's Jan all over. Unfortunately, like she's got a lot a lot of talent, but she's very scattergun. She's very kind of like, I can do everything when she maybe she needs to narrow her focus a little bit. Exactly. Like Olivia Munn gave one of the best advices last week. Advices. She said, she said, um, she was that girl. She, she was that girl who wanted to do everything when it came to an, an audition or a casting. She said, I can do that. I, what do you want? I can be there. Yeah. She said it wasn't until she was like, okay, you know what? Who am I? And she only started going for things that she, that was really, really her. She made mm -hmm. herself the best product. Yeah. And whatever, whoever was looking for that product should be. And I think Jan really needs to apply that to her. And I think then she's going to be amazing because it will make sense. Then it will make sense. If only she'd been on their own way to to kind of hear that critique. <laughs> this, if only she could have found out that information. Can I just mention with Jan as well, I've only just become aware really that she's actually Jan Sport, isn't she? Yep. And when I've had a little look back through her Instagram, I think at some point in her conception, sport was like a theme because she's a soccer player as well, isn't she? Which yes. she spoke about. So she should have done better at this challenge. Yep. Or her first look should have been like a knockout. Yeah. I mean, you were critiquing. It was cool. Her, her first look was my favorite of the three. I was expecting some board drills because, you know, she was walking down the runway yeah. with the ball. I thought she was going to do like something amazing with it besides just dribble it. But that was it. She, you pointed out she was in heels, but I was expecting her to do a little bit better with her ball control. Something else. Now, let's go through Heidi. Just Heidi. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi. Potentially Heidi. All I want to say is, Heidi, you're very lucky you weren't in the bottom. I agree. I, that was what I look as her first look, which is the lady baller look, was something that you can buy at Zara. 
If like, you know what? Not even Zara, H&M. You can yeah. buy that in H&M. It's a golf, it's a literally a golf a golf vest with yeah. a um with a skirt and long socks. I mean, I can buy that. It was and you have bought that. I've yeah. seen you in it. Actually, I'll just yeah, I'm wearing it now. Ah. <laughs> um it was boring, too literal. She was like somebody who actually couldn't make it into the PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, what about her b-ball you know what her b-ball look looked better with the glasses on because when she takes her glasses off you see that her face doesn't have the best makeup there's a little problem with her makeup yes definitely. and i don't know why she came for Nicki minaj she's like what's wrong with my face everything i'm kind of getting what Nicki said a bit more now because yeah, I, I was a bit defensive of her it sounds like oh you leave heidi alone kind of thing but she does need to her, she that. needs uh, to polish up that face and when she was wearing the glasses you really couldn't see a lot of it so she did look like that expensive bitch you know that mm. bitch she took it off and I was just like, okay, now you're a cousin. Now you're the B-ball wife's cousin. Put, put, put it back on. And again, that dress that she was wearing looks good. Yes, I, you can buy it at Zara. The It was, I mean, the hair really got me because it was really straight and really blunt. And it wasn't in like a kind of like fashion blunt bob kind of way. It was just like long and blah. Very, very flat. No it was volume. Just, it was just like hair that does nothing. Yeah. It was like, there's nothing drag about it at all. I, the, the, the dress I thought was, was cheap and it's like she went to the same Real Housewives casting as um, Jada and Jada became a like frontline cast member and it Heidi just did not get the call back. Her balls to the wall elegance look I'm not mad at. I am. I mean, there's balls, and and unlike Sakura, it, there's a there's a pattern with the balls. Like you know, it's 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 got shape. It's not like it's not just everywhere. Unfortunately, it was ugly. I can see what she was going for. She's going for this futurism thing. So it gave me kind of like the Borg Queen becomes a spokesperson for Ribena because it had that color scheme. <laughs> um, but. Like the the problem is the materials that she used. So if you're going to go for futuristic, you need to be clean. You need to be shiny. You need to be, you know, bright or monochrome or something. This, all the materials were soft. So I had nothing futuristic about it at all. She used those soft little balls. The color scheme was off. I actually really hate that color scheme. Um, this is one of my least favorites. I thought it was messy. Um, messy man. All I, I saw messy was messy man. man. Um, like I like Heidi a lot, but. I'm I'm shocked that she missed out on the bottom this week. Well, you know she's she's got a personality, and I guess she's fortunate. thank God because her charm, like a door, got she, her through. She is, as she says, blessed and highly favoured. <laughs> she really is. Mm. Next up, we got Sherry Pie. She hit that out of the park. This that is first fantastic. look, that Miss Trunchbull look, <sighs> is amazing. I, I mean, we obviously we love Roald Dahl. I grew up with Roald Dahl, and um, seeing this Miss Trunchbull reference was fantastic. Um, it was quite glam for Miss Trunchbull, but there again, she is a drag queen. Like, Miss Trunchbull would never wear makeup. Yep. Um, but this was, is Miss Trunchbull it, does drag. It was Miss Trunchbull goes to some sort of function where she, she has to wear a yep. bit of makeup. No, I got it. I got the Trunchbull. I got the Olympian. I've got the principal. I got that mono, but then she made it fashion. Agatha but, Trunchbull it, made it, fashion. We love it. She also nailed the kind of um, the B-Bill wife realness. This she's, was great. She's that. She she reminds me of um, what was her name? What was her name? She gave me Anna, Jennifer Coolidge in Cinderella yeah. Story. Similarly, I got Anna Nicole Smith goes to uh, a Dallas Cowboys game with that famous quote. She's like, "There's something I've always wanted to tell you, and I think you're ready to hear it." 
you're not very pretty. You're not very bright. I'm so glad we had this talk. <laughs> Have you not seen her? I've not, but I love Jennifer Coolidge, and I need to see this she, film. She, she's amazing, and then she, she, she's selling it. And I think that the garment, everything is done right, and it's tacky, but it's tacky because that's what it is. So, like, With this that is how money gun. Yeah, this yeah. is how Jan should have done the tracksuit. Amen. It was fitted. It was cinched. She had the boobs on show, the basketball boobs at that. The hair was high. It was piling out of her little visor. Well done, Sherry. Her last look, um, uh, mm, I think very reminiscent of Vivian's moss look that she did, but uh, Vivian's moss look done wrong. Well, Vivian was inhabiting a character, wasn't she? She was kind of like the Grinch slash old Greg slash nature spirit. I can see that that's what Sherry was going for. And interestingly, I think like Britta, this shows us what happens to Sherry when she's in charge of making her own clothes. Yeah. Because everything else, we've already referenced, haven't we, that her costume designer deserves loads of credit. We need to find his name because... We do. It deserves deserves to be out there. This is actually Sherry's first misfire on the runway. I didn't didn't like it. It was really basic. Again, it was like you could see it was a corset with a skirt added to it. It didn't give me balls. I could see there were little attempts at little mossy balls on it. And she was trying to be like this uh, woodland nymph sort of character. But even then, it didn't fully translate. Like, I'd expect a woodland nymph to be kind of, you know, uh, like one of Bacchus's kind of acolytes and kind of like to be merry and drunk and prancing along. But she was like nervous and it was very... I didn't really know what she was going for. Let's go, Widow. Widow Vondu. We're almost there. Oh my gosh, there's so many looks. So many looks. There's so many looks. Widow Vondu. Let's make the snappy. Widow Vondu was. Um, she's for her lady baller look. As for me, a no. It's just uh, you can actually buy that. You can buy that whole costume she's wearing from a costume mm. shop. It was. It, it was a literal kind of like very literal yeah. ladies' outfit. Very. Do you um, know what I find is that every time that they're given to do something quite masculine, a lot of the girls opt in for a short wig, a wig, weave. a weave, a short weave. Um, I I didn't hate this. I thought like her shape looked nice and everything, and I like the kind of the ruffles and stuff. But overall, it was a, a little bit basic. It wasn't my favorite. Her basketball wife realness, it, it looks like a pastor's wife. Yeah, it didn't trans- like, It looks yeah. like she is, you know, she's going to church. I really, I really do feel it there. And also, I, I was hoping she was going to lip sync because I was hoping she'd do a Pokemon Trice with those sleeves. Do you mean one of the best things ever seen on television? Yes, yes, yes. Pokemon yes, yes. Trice sleeves. Um, that's what I got from her. I got like elegant pastor's wife. Was, I didn't get basketball wife at all. It was a lot more that, wasn't it? I could yeah. see her like leading a gospel choir yes. and doing a really fantastic job of exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but this did not give me baller's wife i'm not quite sure what she was thinking to be honest i do want to give her props for her balls to the walls eleganza yeah my favorite my favorite was definitely it's a very um ethnic it's a very tribal christmas tree (laughs) don't you think (laughs) to me it was it was kind of like it was very like um native american like somebody who lives in the andes kind of vibe with the color scheme and the balls um and I think one of the most imaginative silhouettes that that was used. You know, again, I was talking about these foundation garments that they're given. I think she used something that should have been used as a hoop skirt as just a large sort of conical shape to cover herself. Again, very Alexander McQueen, but used in a very imaginative way. 
Um, I loved it. She was, she gave me, she was like a, a, a teepee or a wigwam. Or a Christmas tree. Or a Christmas tree. Yes. Um, and I thought she looked fun, gorgeous, conceptual fashion. One, one thing I like about Widow Von Du, she's one of the first big girls who's actually embraced the fact that she's a big girl. Mm. She's not trying to like painfully cinch all the time. She's not trying to, you know, she she actually embraces that she is big and she she dresses for that. It's uh it's big and comfortable. You're big and comfortable. Big and, big and comfortable. Like a cushion. Opening on a high street near you. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like from Renaissance. Yeah. Ooh, Latrice. Oh, she let him no, have it. I, I do like the fact that she's embracing the fact that she is a big girl and she's dressing like a big girl and a big girl who wants to be comfortable and doesn't want to have to wear a corset all the time. And I'm, I am I live for it because yeah. a lot of the times the big girls that come on are really trying to still dress like, you know, like stick thin. And if you're not, so embrace it. Show me how I can look good and comfortable as a big person and I think she really does sell that I think she was fab I really like the colour scheme of that last look as well kind of like autumnal earth tones great I think like yeah I did not like the first two did like the last one and now we're on to the final girl finally Gigi, Gigi good um, Gigi gorgeous I'm gonna go quickly Lady Baller look yes well, it, it was great it was a very direct Heather's reference. Yes. Like a bit Heather's, a bit clueless, you know, that kind of like plaid um, look. Um, and it was, it, she she said it herself, it's a very direct reference to Winona Ryder in Heather's. It's just very woman, very woman. She looked um, great. Yeah, of course. Um, her second look was B-ball wife realness. I mean, she looked lovely, but I didn't love it as much as the judges did. Um, I mean, she looks expensive and venomous. She does look venomous. I guess she gave me more dark lady than than Baller's wife. She looks like she's um, actually, you know, she's the Baller's wife who has poisoned the Baller. And she's been left with the life insurance and the inheritance and she's got away with it. You know, that like the dark hair, the python, that sort of Celine python skin coat. Um I mean, that coat can be used as a deposit on a house. It just looks really expensive. It does. It does. And she looked great, but I guess I got a slightly different storyline to, to Baller's wife. She doesn't look like a basketballer's wife. I don't... I mean... Yeah. She looks like a mafia wife. Yeah, or she's made her own money. Yeah, she's yes. She's not married self-made. into made yeah, she, she looks like, she, a, like a really cool businesswoman. She knows money. She's not new money. No. She is... She's had money. she got taste. She, yeah, exactly. She might, she might have inherited it, but she's done her own thing with it. Well, she's grown up with the money, and now it's hers. <laughs> now, let's look at her last look. You know, I'm no fashionista, but I just thought it was a dress with balls glued on. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not as, again. Props to her, that is a gorgeous dress, but the gorgeous, there's a gorgeous shape to the dress. Like, you have to give her props for it, but it was lost with the balls. The balls took away from the actual silhouette of the amazing outfit that she created. But it's just balls Glued on to a really nice dress. Yeah, I wasn't as crazy for it as the judges were. And yeah. I think we're on the same page about this. To me, it was a bit like an artist smock. And she's been painting all day and she's been spattered with all these bright colours. That's where I go. Or she was on her way to a renaissance fair and um, she's been pelted with like gumballs by scallies. <laughs> and they've stuck to her. I don't know which storyline I prefer, but... Um, yeah, it, it was it was nice and it was pretty. And she does those props for actually sewing a whole outfit and not using foundation garments in the way the other girls do, which 
you know, she deserves credit for that. Okay. I mean, that's all the looks that we got. They took much longer than I thought it would. Okay. Um, what was your favorite? <laughs> what was your favorite looks from all of that? Ooh, do you know what we've no, got? Give me your favorite lady baller look. Your favorite um, b ball wife realness look, and your favorite balls to the wars eleganza. Oh my god, I feel really on the spot with. Well, this. for me, my favorite lady baller look was Nikki's. Her, okay. her one because like I want to play on that team. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play on her team. Um, I really, really did like it. My favorite housewife look would have to be probably Nikki again. I think. Okay. Yes, Nikki. Nikki had my favorite look again for that. My favorite boss the wall eleganza though um, was Widow Von Doom because I just I really really yeah. loved it and even more props to the fact that she made it. What about you? Um, my favorite Lady Baller was uh, Jada. She just looked so cool. Yes. Um, Tomboy realness. She, it was simultaneously literal, but also cool and feminine. Uh, for wife, um, Sherry was cool. Yep. Like Sherry's. Although I loved her trench ball look as well. Um, and then the balls to the wall realness. I'd say like either Crystal or Nikki. Okay. Or Jada. Overall, what we've got, the tops were Nikki, Heidi. Sorry, Heidi? Nope. No. <laughs> what the, what think, is her name doing I in the top? <laughs> the note you've made there is should have been in the bottom. <laughs> uh, we've got Nick, Nikki, Jada, and Gigi. Gigi. And the bottoms was uh, Secura, Britta, and Aiden. Now, I think... I definitely think that that was correct. The tops and bottoms were correct there. I also feel like Heidi was touched by an angel she by was. not placing in the bottom. Yeah. Because so, her looks were messy man. Heidi could have been in the bottom in a slight in a slightly different parallel universe. Um I think Crystal could have been in the top in a slightly different parallel universe. Um I think Jackie Mm, she was edging towards the bottom of the safe mm. and that's about it really so the bottom two was Britta and Sakura Aiden has a guardian angel she has she has some witchcraft hold on RuPaul it's possible that she has been she's quite spooky um that she avoided it and so like it's like you were saying before like when Britta found out she was in the bottom, she was like, my arrogant ass thought I was not going to be on the bottom. I like and that moment is. for Britta. I like the fact that she acknowledged that arrogance and I hope that she reflects on that. Yep. And then that's it. So I also did a post on Facebook and I was wondering who should have been in the bottom. And the majority of the people said that the bottom two should have been Aiden and Britta. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they should have been in the bottom. Uh, one person also added in um, Nina should have been Black China. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of other opinions giving on the poll, but the majority said definitely it should have been Aiden and Breda at the bottom. And I definitely agree with that. Looking at the lip sync now. So the lip sync was between Britta and Rockham Sakura. It was. Um the online poll again said that I asked who was the winner and everyone says that it was rock. Now, what's your opinion? Let's put the poll to one side for a moment. Yep. My opinion is that it could, again, it should have been a double chante. Chante. No, sorry. Sashay. It should have been a double elimination. That was, it was, 
it was bad. First of all, like, and you know, I love Rockham Sakura, but like, yeah. you do not spend the first 30 seconds trying to get rid of your garment if it's Absolutely. that hard um, she should have come out she should have done a Shangela and come out in a whole different costume I don't know if they're allowed <laughs> to but like she spent the first part of the lip sync trying to get rid of her costume not only not on, that was bad on its own she should have done a Scarlet Envy and brought out scissors and cut it off more elegantly because then that way she knew she'll cut it off and also she could have focused a bit more on the song and lip syncing because she forgot to do that on top Top of that, even more worse, is that her mind was focused on that, and her mind wasn't present. She wasn't present for the lip sync. Yeah, she, you could see her, like you. I was worried because her face told me she was worried. Yeah, and a, a lot of the ways that you feel about someone is you, you go by their cues. Mm -hmm. So you see her struggling, then you start feeling like, oh my god, oh my god, is she gonna do it? I found myself worrying about that, and mm -hmm. it took me away from the fact that she's actually supposed to be giving me a performance. Yeah, it showed on her face that she was um, scared. It showed on her face she was nervous. She didn't. She, I mean, she didn't know the words, or she did know the words. She stopped singing quite a few times. She did. She her did. Um, and then she, there was. It was quite frantic and desperate. She did the splits three times. First time, okay. Second time, yay. Third time, babe, please. It's yeah. this. Then it became desperate and. It, it, it just wasn't it wasn't a clean good performance from Sakura no. when I'm looking at Britta yeah um, for all the talk that you have been a performer I would not pay to come to one of your shows if that's what I'm gonna get um, and I know that that's different because when you're put on the spot like this it's literally cameras on you reputation on the line and I yeah. just learned the song maybe um, this is I'm, I'm given a song to do I'm in a, in a costume that I'm not really comfortable with as opposed to when you are actually doing the gigs you rehearse and you rehearse and you rehearse and you get the time to make it perfection you, you get that time to actually be, be really really good and you get that time to think and you get to control other dancers around you you get to mm -hmm. control the technical aspects it's very very different on here but like i wouldn't buy what was being sold to me from britta she also took off her skirt and when she took off her skirt i was like cool now she's got more her body's got more freedom to start doing something she's gonna start doing something amazing maybe she'll fall over yeah, so I, what we saw before, no, she didn't. I didn't see anything. She didn't do anything. Why did you rip that skirt off? Because you made it. Um, I thought you were going to do like a, I don't know, uh, at least a death drop, a splits, perhaps. Um, I don't think she does. A backflip? No. Like, I think Britta was shooketh by being in the bottom two. You could see by the look on her face when Aiden went off stage. She literally looked disgusted. She looked like she was going to stab a bitch. Um, and so I, th I, I think she had to recover from that. To me, Britta gave... Now, this song, S&M, is actually a really fun lip sync song. I think everybody here who has been in a gay bar when their song has come on, it's really, really fun. You can have a lot of fun with it. You can play around. You can perform as characters, can't you? Especially love... I'm surprised I didn't use the remix. It's got Britney Spears doing the middle verse, but there we go. Um, so there's that... 
like I feel at least Britta aimed for that sense of kind of like comedy and performance with it. You know, there were little bits like when she was sniffing her fingers and kind of being silly with it. The cam, the cam came. She through, brought yes. that out. Rock M, I completely agree. She wasted half the song ripping her skirt off during that time. She wasn't even lip syncing. I don't think mm. she. Rock M was really stony faced throughout it all, and it wasn't just her makeup. Um, she was not expressive she was not delivering a performance she threw in a few random splits and i i think a lot of us and i include myself in this love rockem sakura and our opinions are probably tainted by the fact that we love her and she's so vulnerable and sweet but also so funny and kind and a fab performer and she's given us a lot i did not want to see her go home but i don't think that she won this lip sync yeah i mean i still think it should have been a, a double but at least Britta did the number one thing is lip sync. If we had your way, we'd be down to nine queens already. But, but, do you, but one thing that they already did, one thing that Britta did is that she looked like she was having a good time. Yeah. On stage. And this is what people need to realize. Like the audience member takes visual cues. Mm-hmm. You're smiling. I should, Okay, I feel better. I feel yeah. better. If I'm seeing someone on stage who looks stressed, who, who and, and there were times where Sakura was watching um, Britta to see what she was doing. And yeah. it's, so you're not really invested in the moment. You're not really invested in your own performance. If you're judging it or wondering what to do based on the other performer on stage, screw them. Screw whoever you're dancing next to. Like, who was it? It was Charlie Hyde's versus Trinity. No. And oh, yeah, Trinity. Sorry. Don't sorry. Say, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Do, yeah. Like, Everyone was like, why was Trinity going so hard when Charlie was there pointing fingers? I, I, I think Trinity didn't give a shit. Trinity wasn't was watching chance. Charlie Hodge. Yeah. Trinity knew that she was lip singing for her life. So she was giving it 100%. She was going all out. And then you worry about it later. Like, what's happening? The same with um, Cameron Michaels versus a- um, Asia. She yeah. didn't know about the whole um, butterfly debacle. Until, until, the, until I love the end. that clip of her rubbing her arm and looking down until at the, the butterflies. End, exactly. Like, oh. She's like, what the hell is it on stage? Yeah. It's because like, that's what a performer is. A perf- worry about yourself. Worry about how well you are and sell your sell your art to them. Don't worry about the other person. And I felt like I saw Sakura stressing about Britta. I saw Sakura stressing about her dress. I saw her scared to go home and that yeah. was her motivation it wasn't the love of the performance it wasn't i'm gonna get so lost in the music and and dance it was she was dancing out of fear mm. and and that's what i saw and that's what i felt and i guess that's what the the judges felt it's probably representative of their different conf- confidence levels really because poor sakura did crumble and she did what she could out of desperation i think yeah. whereas britta I don't think she was at her best during that performance, but she did manage to bring it and she had a sense of like, I deserve to be here. I'm not going home. Mm. They're ridiculous. I mean, it's echoed out in the the poll comments. Everyone's, or I think one person commented, it was like, well, everyone here thinks that the way to win a lip sync is by spending 30 seconds, the half of the song, <laughs> taking off your dress. It was a good bit of banter because it everyone's was. on Rockham's secure side. Mm. And I think that everyone in the poll who said Rockham should have won maybe like Rockham more. That's which it. is the truth. Rockham is more likable. And that's what Britta's Britta's missing that likability. I hope this lights a fire under Britta's ass and um that she 
stops worrying about her reputation and her sense of deservedness and actually performs now. Yep. And next week's challenge is an acting challenge. So this is her opportunity. That's it. That's episode four, Done and Dusted. Next wow. week is Gay's Anatomy. It's an acting challenge. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting into there and seeing hopefully some of the, the characters who are kind of in the background come forward i i look britta i don't hate you britta because you know because she's tongan <laughs> you know and like, you know like we just have beef no i really wanna i really want her to show me why she has a reputation because people in new york know i think people in the states know about britta's reputation so they're like yeah well britta should be cocky i don't know who you are so can you sell me Sell me your reputation because I want to see it. Drag Race loves a story arc. And we've seen queens like Raven in the past have really shaky starts, end up in the bottom a few times before deciding that they're here to stay. I wonder if that could be Britta because I do think she has um, top four uh, material written all over her. Yes. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much to everyone who listens to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you again for helping us get to the top 100 Mm -hmm. and the (gasps) Apple podcast as well. That's something really, really great. Yeah. Thank you guys for participating and commenting. Mm -hmm. Um, I really do love hearing your opinions and your comments because it's really good to see what other people are thinking as well. It's I mean, fantastic. It's so great to have that feedback. Social media connectivity. Thank you to Potterskate and Miss B for your five-star review. Um, everyone else, if you haven't, please feel free to go and um, subscribe yeah. to our podcast, but also rate and review it. Mm-hmm. Um, but until next time, we'll see you then. This is Mr. Paulo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you next week. Lots of love, guys. See, see you soon. You. Bye. Bye.